told you who I thought I was. A guy. There's no excuse for not living up to your fullest potential. No excuse. Let's do it, Black Excellence. Let's go. go, go, go. What's going on, Say it Loud? It is your host, Boogie the Beast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Say It Loud. I am joined with two great people. This time, we got a duo, duo, duo. Well, that's three times, but a duo, duo little interview. Um, these two people gave me one of my first, actually my, my first step into what it is to be an actor and what it is to be on a production and to see black excellence here in Los Angeles, California. So enough about me talking without further ado, I wanted to introduce you to Mrs. Sierra and my guy, Mr. Channing. What up, what up? What's up, what's up? My peoples, my peoples. Thank y'all for joining me, you know what I'm saying? Hey, we're going to have to get this on and cracking real quick. They are busy people, so let's get it started real quick. So like I always do, just a little background of you. Where you from, Ms. Sierra? Well, I am from Compton, California. City of Compton. That's right, Bompton to be exact. (laughs) West, okay, 138th and Parmalee. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's where I'm from. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. What about you, you know, Mr. From, from Atlanta, Georgia, you know, a suburb called Alpharetta, Georgia. Ooh. You know, being real, being north side, north, you know. A little bit north, north? Is that zone south. three? No, no, no. Zone, zone seven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is that yeah. Atlanta? Yeah, they don't, they don't rap that one. I have to be the first one to bring out Zone hey, 7. Hey, I feel it. Shout out to Zone 7. Put all for your city, okay? <laughs> you better. Shout out Jeezy then. <laughs> That's what's up. So so you guys, and we'll get into it a little bit. You guys met a little bit after, obviously. You guys came together a little later, and we'll get to that. Um, so talking about this, they actually both went to Howard University. Shout out HBCUs out there. H-U? H-U. And that's the Buffalo... Bison. The bison. Oh bison. my bison. gosh. Bison. Yo, you are hold on, hold on. You are bison. not about to play H U like that, okay? <laughs> First of all, it's bison all day. Okay. Bison, okay? Okay. It's H U. Okay. You know. <laughs> okay. Now you know. Okay. Oh man, so just going off of that, you heard the pride <laughs> in it, and, and I got checked on college. What was it like going to an HBCU? We'll start with you, Shane. I mean, it's an it's an amazing experience. Me, I grew up with like a lot of diverse people, so it's like I was like seeing like I mean, I always knew black people were like different and stuff like that, but like getting to see from different people and like from all over too. Like Howard is one of the unique experience where people are like from everywhere. Like I look at my phone, everyone has a different area code, so that's a really good experience, man. It's something that you can't take back. What uh, what made you select um, going to Howard? Well, I really knew I wanted to be in entertainment. Initially, first I was supposed to be like entertainment law but i ended up taking a little bit more creative approach with it so uh that's kind of new i knew it was a hotbed for entertainment and and politics and i love i love them both so oh fun fact i yeah. did not know that yeah miss here what about you how what was it what was it like attending howard university coming from the west coast um well howard was the best experience of my life mm-hmm. um it was amazing just being around so much like black excellence and being able to see myself in others and also see like other examples that i didn't knew like existed within you know just the black diaspora was really amazing but like howard it's like you just gotta go and it's really the spirit of the school and it's it's the people in the school and I think what it is it's being somewhere where you can really be yourself like when I was at Howard I had the opportunity to really be like Sierra yeah and grow into the woman that I am and like just get you know the confidence like there's nothing like a Howard woman okay 
Okay. Okay. Just put it out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So before we get into a little bit of the entertaining pizzazz of mm-hmm. Howard, um, we'll start with you. Then Sierra for just going to a, a black college. What were some mm-hmm. of the things? You know, we always hear about it, but what are some of the things that it instilled in you that you still have today? Um, one being resourceful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Going to Howard University, it teaches you really to like utilize your resources and your network. Like everyone there, it's like an each one teach one, each one support one. Um, I feel like sometimes there's like I feel like sometimes like in the black community, a lot of people talk about like the crab in the barrel mentality and all of that. Like we don't help each other, but that wasn't my experience, and it's not my experience. And I think for a lot of people who went to HBCUs, particularly Howard, like the nepotism is there in terms of like we're all trying to help each other out. It's never like, um, oh, you can't get on because I'm on. It's like, nah, I'm in here. Oh, you went to Howard? Bet. Oh, you went to Morehouse? Bet. Oh, you went to Clark? Bet. Like, pulling (laughs) each other in. Like, it's literally like that. And I feel like when you have that support system like that, it just changes the game. And which is why... As far as entertainment goes, Howard is like in there deep because we all look out for each other. other. Like, period, hands down. And we look out for our people, like black people, period. It's always a good thing. Mm -hmm. Shane, what about you when it comes to uh, one of the other pillars or principles that you, you know, were able to grab and take out of Howard? Yeah, I mean, just the hustle, man. Just like the spirit and just like, like just knowing, like I said, like, a standard like you know i think that's so so important like just having like a your floor having a high floor like people around you like your peers just like being like this is where we're at period like you know like sierra checks me all the time about like no we're not doing that we're doing this <laughs> you know what i mean and i'm just like you're standard. right we're doing this that's right so it's just like <laughs> that whole just you know just keeping your head high and just remaining a standard and just like sticking to that is like i'm constantly reminded by by the howard people so mm-hmm. um so going off of that uh kind of going into the friendship when did y'all meet then if you're from zone seven and zone you were from bompton that's right Bompton. <laughs> to be exact uh when did y'all come together well we really really connected um after college here in la but we actually first met <laughs> On a spring break cruise <laughs> in the Bahamas. Yeah. That's the first did. time I actually met Sierra, but we didn't like know each other that well. Yeah, it was just like it was one of those things where we were on a cruise. We were the only black people on the boat. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> literally we were the only black people on the boat. So naturally and organically we kinda like, like what's up? Yeah, yeah, like, like hug out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, and Sometimes. this was before Howard or during Howard? No, this is during. during Howard. Wow. Yeah. And, so, and then you guys were like, oh, I go to HU. And you're like, I go to HU. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I actually remember, um, like, uh, <laughs> the, the, her and her friends said something to me. Like, it was like, don't be weird. Because, like, it would be weird. People would, like, see you yeah. sometimes and, like, and so don't say hi to you and stuff like that. So the Howard culture is when you first get to Howard and you meet people, it's all, like, like smiles, hugs. Mm-hmm. Hey, how are you? The right. whole intro, mm-hmm. where you from? Blah, blah, blah. Y'all be best friends mm-hmm. for like a day. Then literally the next day you see the same person mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, it's like you don't know each other. <laughs> it's the whole thing. <laughs> so um, on the boat we was all you know honky dory like mm-hmm. real friendly. Oh, and Leah. Then, yeah, Leah, 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 Leah's, Leah's lemonade. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. That's our girl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so essentially we met on the cruise and it was 
it was that. And literally, we was fake Howard because I ain't see, I you. see you. And though. I didn't talk to you afterwards yeah, I I either. Because <laughs> we had made sure she was like, you're not going to be fake. So I talked to her, it was like that. But when I did see her, it was weird. You know, like, you feel like you know somebody. Yeah. So you end up yeah. actually in the same, like, circle out here in LA. Yeah, like, that's crazy. So, well, I just went about my life like la di da di da. So, going off of life, then from that, coming back, graduated from Howard. Uh, mm-hmm. what, did, what did you graduate with? To, oh, um, I graduated with a bachelor's degree in TV production. Okay, and then Shannon? Mm-hmm. Arts and economics. Okay. Well, congratulations. And you guys both same year then? Or? I'm 2016. Okay. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I didn't get the walk, but. Finish afterwards. Okay. I mean, finishing is finishing. That's right. Is the degree hanging up? Yeah. Yeah, Long story short, and I don't even have an associate's, and here I am on Say It Loud, so I love that. But um, when it comes down to what brought you guys, for you, Sierra, back Mm -hmm. to L.A. and for you to L.A., I guess I'll start with you then. Why? I know you said you want to get into entertainment, coming from Atlanta, going to D.C. Why not stay on the East Coast then? Um, I mean, I just think, go ahead. I like New York, but I think, like, for here, what we wanted to do, I just think California just opens that space, like, innovative, you know? It's kind of like, what I learned from politics was, uh, they always told me, like, don't build outside the castle. Like, so it's like, whatever, whatever you want to do, whatever the thing that you're trying to build, like, go where the resources are, go where the castle is. That's what mm. makes the most sense. So LA is the castle. For that's this. right. So that's why I'm here. House Los Angeles. Period. And we'll get into that in a little bit. And mm-hmm. what brought you back? VH1. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I actually wanted to be on the East Coast as most people from the West, they want to go to East and most people on the East want to come West. So for me, my whole dream was graduate from Howard, get a nice like New York job, um, doing my entertainment there. But I, um, got a full-time position at VH1 in development and production straight out of college. So it brought me back home. Um, and I've been here ever since. And I keep saying I'm coming back to New York, which I will be. I'm speaking that into existence. And when I go to New York, I'm going to be a director. Popping. Look at you. She's flipping her hair. (laughs) (laughs) She's flipping her hair for that. Um, But, yeah, so that's what essentially brought me back home and out here. And, you know, to be young and to be very ambitious, ambitious and want to, like, work in production and development, L.A. is the main place. Um, production and development for TV, just for you guys to know, is basically the ideas, like, people coming up with them, pitching them, networks buying them, agencies representing you. And this is the hub for that. It's where all the agents are. It's where all the production studios are, where all of the networks are, where a lot of the big deals are made. And just like Channing, like building in the castle, like being here is what's been best for us. And yeah, and me. Mm-hmm. And so, Chan, what do you do out here in Los Angeles now? I work more touching like, on it. Yeah, I mean, work for like paid advertising, okay. like digital space. So I'm always kind of been on the distributor, dis- like distributor side, you know, like kind of figuring out how it would get moved and sold the products. But I've also been more interested in like you know like building them. So, so you know, that's how we kind of got here too. So that's what's up. And then uh, just speaking about it, I guess coming back, you know, going to Howard being around all black people and then coming back out here, I'm assuming, or at least I'm speaking from the outside, it's not many black people, you know, like represented in the production side and then also in the advertisement side. Like, Mm -hmm. how does it feel to go back kind of, not back to it, but like kind of 
being the one yeah. black person in the, in the dynamic. I think to kind of put you back to the Howard thing, I think since like we come out here so strong, it's like I don't feel the effects as much because all mm. my friends are in it and we're all like doing that. So it's like I don't feel it as much. But and everyone I do find black is kind of like either affiliated or did go to the school. So it's kind of like weird like that. But it is like a drop off too. But I actually like it though because it's kind of like, you know, diverse opinions, different, different perspectives. Um, for me being on the corporate side and working with these networks and being in white spaces where I am the only black girl, especially in creative and production and television, it's a little different, but um, it feels good because of like my Howard background. I feel very confident in myself and being in those rooms and having those conversations and representing me. Um, I feel like one of the things that the Howard experience gives a lot of young black people and professionals is that I do not represent the whole like black community in my spaces like I am like me in those spaces um and I think that that translates um and yeah so I feel that Mm -hmm. I feel that you are tuned into the say it loud podcast Say it loud. It's funny. It's deep. It's lit. Say it loud. Say it loud. Best podcast I've ever listened to. And we are back, Say Loud Podcast. I'm still sitting down with that after show co-creators, Miss Sierra and Mr. Shannon, getting into it a little bit. And we kind of talked on a little personal, a little Howard, a little sound, sound, putting a little spice on it. Now we get to talk about, you know, what brought them truly together out here in Los Angeles. So I'm going to give you the floor because I don't want to say the wrong who wants to pitch it first. But uh, how did you guys come together and create now what is, like I said, my first Official credited acting in Los Angeles. Uh, I guess, uh, well, uh, (laughs) I guess initially it was something that uh, I wanted to do with Dim Thrones. And uh, Sierra, I had already been like kind of like working with Sierra. Sierra was like one person that took kind to me, you know, wanted to grow in production and help her out with the other projects and stuff. Then um, I really kept coming to her like, yo, I got this idea. I think this is going to work. Like, I think this is really like something that we should do. And she's like, okay, okay. She wasn't really rocking with me at first. But she, you know. She, <laughs> she kept that same energy from college. Energy, but she, <laughs> she was with me though. She was with me. And we were just talking about a lot of different things and stuff like that. But over time, you know, and then she told me it, was, it would cost me money for her to, for her to put, put it together. That's and right. I got my little coins together. I feel it. <laughs> Pay her what That's dowry. Didn't, didn't ask no questions, didn't negotiate, mm. and um, then she made the little deck, deck and then we uh, best decision of your life, best and worst, <laughs> and then um, and then we, we put that application out for Dim Thrones, and we got like over two hundred applicants mm. to join the show. So by then, Sierra, it was she opened up her laptop and was like, "We brought that we were in business like, <laughs> in her in her uh, in her living room." And ever since then, it's literally been history. So I mean, I can let her pick up from there, like how her perspective. <laughs> kind of what is what is that after show? Whoo! Okay, so that after show. Um, wow. Well, this is our baby. Um, literally, Channing brought the seed, and of course, my garden. <laughs> And my garden (laughs) flourished it and birthed this amazing project and family that we have. All Uh, natural, too. Yes, exactly. All All natural. natural. That's right. Um, But essentially, yeah, Channing, you know, 
he came to me with a really good idea and nugget. Dim Thrones, Black Twitter, Game of Thrones. It's a, you know, a huge show. And he was just basically like, yeah, I want to, he was like, we should do like a review show for this. And for me, working in the TV space, television, I always want to be like on the cutting edge. Like I don't want to do stuff that's stereotypical. I want to do stuff that's different, but that's also immersive and engaging for the Give me something spicy, baby. Exactly. Like Mm -hmm. give me something different. So when he came to me and I was like, hmm, okay, black people Mm -hmm. talking about medieval white people. And dragons. 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 (laughs) I was like, yes. I was like, I was like, this This seems like it could be something. But I'm also, um, on the other hand, when it comes to like my work work ethic and stuff like that, I am very like on it and I need to work with like serious, you know, like people. And sometimes with me and Channing being friends, it's kind of like, are, how, how serious are you about this? Is this just kitchen talk? Is this us just chilling on the couch? Because, you know, as creatives, we all throw ideas out there. It's different levels. But yeah, and it's like, I am a doer, like. I make shit. I am a tinker. Um, So for me, it's just kind of, so with him and like the money and all of that, it was just like, show me you're you're serious. Like put your money where your mouth is. If this is something you really want to do, then show me and I will deliver. Um, And here we have, (laughs) you know, that after show Mm -hmm. as a team. And it's been a long, a long time coming because it's literally like 30 weeks. Yes. But literally. Yeah. But literally it started off as Dem Thrones, you know, black Twitter. Shout out to Dem Thrones. That's right. That's right. Yep. That's right. Jordan, you were actually there when it was Dem Thrones. And so, yes. So essentially, you know, us just being in the think tank we're and and I'm thinking like format and just what could be broader for this brand and just this project in general. It's like let's do an actual review show where you get it from a cultural perspective and we talk about fan favorite TV shows. Whereas mm. for this season it's Game of Thrones because it's a passion between me and Channon. But next season it could be Westworld, it could be Stranger Things, aka Stranger Things or Stranger Things. Right, or Stranger Things. But um, you know, just really kind of like oh doing something different. And then just with my background in like unscripted, but then also my passion for like SNL and like digital formats. Mad like TV. that's right. And everyday struggle and hot ones and like thinking of like, okay, we can make this a mashup, you know? Mm. And it really blossomed into that after show. And it's so funny because the name, like how we landed on that name was so random. Like we literally were in a group text just firing just off firing different off names. Ideas. We, like maybe like 30. Yes, like different titles, but mm. that after show, it is mm. what it is and it it's is here really now. Is. And, you know, this season, it's, it's our, our growing baby oh, is it's a ride. Yeah. It's a ride. How uh how amazing is it? And we talked about this earlier about um, you know, just reaching back and grabbing other Howard alums. Mm-hmm. Um, our production is pretty heavy on one, you know, like it's it's a beautiful thing to see how much family like what is it how does it feel that like people are willing to come work um in a and a love, love labor of love labor of love like you know what i'm saying like and and see this amount of support because we have makeup hair 
uh, set production, uh, script supervisors, co-producers, co-creators, writers. cameramen, writers. Um, you have uh, shout out to Effa. Uh, uh, production shout management. Out to Effa. Yep. Shout you out to saying? Effa. Like mm-hmm. you have a, a thirty-man team. <laughs> More than that. Right. You know, 30, 35. Well, well thirty. Yeah, we're yeah, 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 yeah. about 30, 35. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How, does that, people. how does that feel to go from an idea? To, to put your coins up and then seeing this baby be birthed into a 30-plus man. man platoon it of Dope Rockies. It, oh. it is a feeling that I can't describe. The transition from being a dreamer to a doer is something that you can only like do. It's, mm. like, it's not something I can explain to you. It's something that anyway, I, I, I hope anyone listening to this and anyone I can talk to gets a chance to experience that because it's just something... And it's an ever-growing thing. Like, it's constant. It's tonight. It's tomorrow. It's it's the next day. But at the same time, like having things grow in a compound interest and just kind of working by faith and just keep growing things and seeing it come to fruition, it's just what life's in and what we all came out here too. And I think like, right. it's really powerful. Like I'm sure everyone had got a vibe from someone from back from their hometown. Like, why are you doing that? You're being crazy. Like, why are you going to go to LA? Da, da, da. You're one of those. But everyone out here and doing this and like. This is what they came out here for. So it's a real special thing. Now, the the one cool thing I also wanted to put on that is not only is, you know, this episode of that I've show about Dim Thrones. Um, and this is, you know, a, a pro- I already forgot the word. Project for Love. Locks for Love. <laughs> Labor of Labor Love. Labor of Love. Um, but it's an all black production. Like, mm-hmm. how does that feel to walk into a studio and just you can just feel it like mm-hmm. you just feel it sometimes that like we pray in mm-hmm. uh, you know we, we 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 eat together we watch it all together like you know you guys coming in obviously and going to sit down or coming around to walk and talk to people like like for you i guess you could say now that we just got channing's point of view like mm-hmm. when you walk in and see like everything come together you know and it's like this all started from an idea and and now i you know we put it all together and, and i executed it like when you walk in every day, you know, and every week, like, how does it feel? This is a side project. You know what I'm saying? Oof. For right now. Yeah. This is a side project. Like, what is, how does that make you feel? <laughs> it makes me feel like that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's right. Um, <laughs> hair flip, hair flip, hair flip. <laughs> but, I mean, aside from that, um, I feel very proud. Um I feel, I know I keep referencing like family and like birthing and all the other stuff, but I do feel like, like a mama bear and Mm -hmm. like, this is, you know, a family and everyone just coming together to just make, you know, this vision come to life is very humbling. It's very, um, it's like Channing said, it's kind of like hard to describe. And I'm one of those personality types. Um, I tell everybody how much I appreciate them, how much I thank them um, for the work that's being done, because I know it's tough. And again, like you said, this is a side project. Like this isn't anyone's nine to five or nobody's really getting yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And nobody's, you know, really getting paid, you yeah. know, exactly. Yes. For the yeah. yet. Um, but the fact that people come in and they treat it like it is, you know, mm-hmm. they're nine to five Very and they're bre- yeah, they're bread and butter. It just we are a team. yeah, it just means the world. And 
for me, you know, this is what I've always wanted to do. Like me being in entertainment and me being in development and production is to create opportunities and projects that give people that opportunity to showcase not only their ideas, right? Their voices, but also their talents, right? Whether that's writing, whether that's cinematography, whether that's being a production manager, a talent coordinator, like it's to have a space to really showcase that we can do this. And in the entertainment industry, unfortunately, you know, you have the same types of people doing the same roles. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like right now, there's so much emphasis on like, you know, diversity in front of the camera, but it's like behind the camera, it's important too. And when Mm -hmm. I'm saying behind the camera, I'm talking about at the executive levels, like being a showrunner, being an executive producer, as I am a young black woman from Compton, you know, you have to create those roles for yourself. You know, even Channing, like coming up with the ideas, thinking of a show, even, you know, you as an actor, as a writer, like finding those roles, even with this platform for you to express yourself and your ideas. It's like, we have to create our own lanes. And I feel like with us creating this own show as our own lane, we've literally opened it up for 30 other people to come Mm -hmm. in and say Mm -hmm. that they were a production manager, that they Mm -hmm were a talent coordinator that they were a script writer that they worked on a scripted an unscripted hybrid format that had you know you know a scripted portion into it and really worked at a level where the stuff that we're doing on this show trust me is the same breakdown and layout that they're doing on NBC University. Trust me. I was just going to add something like that. Like when you when you go from you know going from like you said this hybrid to like how a TV show is ran. Mm-hmm. Um, do you kind of um, without giving away secrets? I guess you say on how we run it well. Um, do you guys feel like uh, where was my question going? Do you guys kind of feel like um, shit? I forgot where my question was going. Right. I'm so sorry. I was going to say like, uh, do you ever feel like? the way we run it is um, a better format or do you take what you know from previous experiences to create something better and then take it back Um, into the real world or do you kind of in terms of the format of what we're doing or just the production I would say I would say of how you want to see something ran as a showrunner like you were saying like do you take things that you know from work Mm -hmm. and bring it in or have you done more of doing it from work and trying to take it back so I feel like it's a, it's kind of a mixture of both, but it's more so one of those things where I do work in a professional industry. Like I work for a big company. And so for me, it's like, I'm a sponge. I've been learning. So literally mimicking the standard or the flow, the flow like we have call sheets, we have meetings, we, you know what I'm trying to say? Like we have a full a full setup. We have crafty. We have we have catering, call times. We have hair and makeup. We have a full a location. Yeah, location. We have safety meetings. We audio. Yes, audio that's engineer. what I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> Sound operating. Like this is a full fledged production show, and it's what I've learned being in this industry. And that's for me. That that's what I feel like I bring the most, right? Mm. Is is bringing what I'm being taught and what I work under to bring that to you guys without you even having to be um, at an MVC. And then when you guys eventually get to those bigger companies, you're gonna be like, oh, I literally did this, but now you're doing this with other people. And for it for for the other side of it, switching it around to be ran how I want it to be ran or for how I would think it should be indifferently, it is again us 
in our culture. We're going to bring what's natural. Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm a family. I'm very family oriented. I come from a big family, different personality. So essentially, like, that's how our production is. Like, it's Mm -hmm. a family thing. Like, we, like you said, we eat together. We laugh together. We talk shit about each other. You know, Mm -hmm. everybody got different personalities. We, you know, we know. It's like, y'all know how I am. You know what I'm trying to say? And and I know how Channing is. And I know how that person is. And you, you. You, you, you pick and yeah, choose exactly. and, yeah, and, certain things. and it's and but it's also still again about professionalism, um, you know, making sure that we get the job done, um, that we all the main goal though for us and what I really love is that we're making um history. Yeah, we're making history and we're we're making we're making we're making TV for us and by us. Mm, which is the FUBU yes, format. Yes, that's right. For us and by us. Howard taught me. You know? Oh, <laughs> Howard taught me. Okay. But um mm. but yeah, but essentially, yeah, that's what it is. And I think for me, again, like I said, we're making something for us and by us and something that is completely out of the box. It is not stereotypical. It is not something you've ever seen before. Um, and so, yeah. Shane, for you, uh, just a question not to put you on the hot spot. How hard is it, do you think, or how amazing is it um, to kind of continue to keep this standard of creating the ideas to to bring it to you know, Sierra to kind of back it up, like Mm -hmm. hitting something like this. And obviously Mm -hmm. like, this is like, you know, we were talking about, this is just one season Mm -hmm. and to see all this come through and, you know, everything that you guys have been able to bring together. Is it, is it, uh, does it stress you out? It ever to be like, like, it's like dropping off like a fire ass mixtape or like a fire ass album. Like, Oh yeah. Like there, there is so like, I mean, I can't even, it's like, I'm beyond stress at this point. It's like, it's like, it's so what it is. It's just kind of like, I've learned to just like attack it before it attacks me. I'm mm. just kind of like running towards it instead of like shout out to the Jon Snow theory. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like I mean, that's just like the mentality about it because it's like it's there as the beast. It's, it's waiting. I do think there's like a treasure at the end of this, and it's not necessarily it might not even be monetary. It's just like finishing something and like just getting just doing it and providing the space because I always felt like like my calling and my thing is always to be a platform, a stage mm. for people and artists and people to shine their light. So like me doing a that, vessel. Like, you know, like just being able to show this is, and it, and it being validated and it being real and everyone feeling so like how they feel and the energy is like palpable. So it's like, it's amazing, man. I can't even, yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Well, I'm not going to keep you all too long. Um, kind of just, I guess you can say from both sides, I kind of just want to know, what um what's what's the when you look back on this interview um you know like going forward from here though what's that after shows like what's the goal what's one of your goals that you sat down and told Channing or that you haven't told Channing yet ooh I'm gonna make this interesting <laughs> I want you to tell Channing <laughs> Channing excuse me um what is what's a goal that you want for that after show long term and then in reciprocation I'm gonna ask you a question and then I'm gonna ask you another question. I want that after show to be the springboard that really launches the careers um, of the next generation of very talented and successful creators in this industry, meaning that like the writers who are in our writers room. Um, I hope that this platform and this opportunity gets them on an SNL or on, you know, 
the daily show or something like that if that's what they desire i hope that this show lands you know our production managers and talent coordinators on big big shows or you know our other whatever things that we produce but essentially i feel like the goal for this show and i want this show to inspire you know um our team and anybody else who's watching to know that you can do this literally me and channing we're in the living room talking about doing this. I am an executive assistant, you guys, at NBC Universal in production and development. You know, like, and I say that to say that, like, we're literally just like you listening, and we decided to do something and make something and put our money where our mouths were and where our passion is mm-hmm. to do this. Um, and anybody can do it. So, yeah, so again, that after show to be a springboard for the next generation and the now generation of successful black creatives creatives that are writers that are producers that are dps that are sound operators editors hosts all of that and to inspire everyone who wants to do something and have an idea to just do it gotta 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 take your seed and find the right garden Okay. Bring your seeds. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Make sure it's fertilized. That's right. Make sure that's right. This garden is that garden. <laughs> this that garden. <laughs> that garden garden. Wow, you know. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. And, and uh, to reciprocate the question, uh, oh, <laughs> when you look at your co-creator, um, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just like I, I think I think I really want that after show. It's hard to piggyback what Sierra just said. She really does this, but I really want uh, after show to really just be like a, a really sustainable, something that comparable to like the Tonight Show or something like that. Something that can just go on forever and that can just fill a void and it's all but a problem because I do feel like there's a lot of media out there, but like really want to be a stage for the culture and really, really, really be true to that and really try our best to. Uh, communicate that as transparent as possible so yeah that's really the goal here man so so beautiful so well put <laughs> as they looked at each other eye to eye during this that was so dope i had to look down because i was like i'm gonna let them share this moment <laughs> oh man but hey you know um i just wanted to say that after show and uh you know to the both of you personally um you know going forth i i wanted to truly say as like my first credit, like my first real callback well, in can Los we, Angeles. Well, can we ask you a question? Because you oh, work wow. on the I've show. Never, yeah. I've never had a question. Yeah, because okay, I'm like, like wait a minute. Yeah, I mean, you've been on the show. Like, you've experienced it. And not only, like, are you on that after show, but you was OG with it. You was with us you know on the dim throws in the living room. room. Yes, in the, the living crib. room. Right, the from crib. the crib. And Sierra cooked me eggs. Oh, that's <laughs> and right. Popcorn. And bacon. And bacon. Okay, don't forget. And had the popcorn. I had it all set up, okay? Uh, okay. Well, what, what's, what's yeah. the question? Um, yeah, what's your experience been like and what has that after show, you know? So, so just to, to summarize it all up, when I got the email, I called my mom. That was the first thing I did is I called my mom and, um, you know, I was like, hey, I, um, you know, I got my first call back. And, like, just to be able to say that, like, in the first, you know, couple months, because we filmed that in what? January March, or March, 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 March. I'm tripping. Excuse yeah. me. So like, you know, just to just to be out here for my first four months and to get my first call back and to do something that I was actually like comfortable with and like not breaking, you know, like a, just doing it just because it was something to do, but like doing it because I wanted to. And 
didn't walk in and like I showed up what five hours early my first time like I was like hey I want to be here early because I want to learn and you know like not only have I learned about what production is but I've learned how much family really means and like how much people are willing to put in because like we Mm -hmm. said this is all volunteer yeah like everybody here is giving their time and I'm here so I'm not trying to waste nobody's time Mm -hmm. um so the biggest thing I've learned is like to continue to invest the time that you're giving as much talent as you have rather than just being there taking somebody else's time up and you know I've, I've gone from you know just acting to sitting in the writer's room and I've learned a lot I've learned how to almost put things into brackets. I've learned how to hit deadlines with, with scripts, you know, things like that is like huge for me, you know, going in and shout out to Jared and like going in there and working with cameras and learning about B, C, A, G, O, Q grips. And okay. Films and, you know All right. Shout out Jared our DP. You That's right. Film. It's, a, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of things. I know the HU life. Yeah, every, like I said, everybody worked at the HU, but it's just been amazing just to see like, how much you're able to pull together, how many talents there are, and when you give somebody a chance, how much they're willing to do for you. So oh, wow. I just wanted to say, like, I, I truly appreciated it. Um, wow. Well, we're yeah. happy that you're having that experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I definitely appreciate it. the world, bro, making it all make sense, right. bro, making yeah. it better, bro. Thank so you, bro. at the end of the day, though, um, how do we follow you? How do we keep up? If y'all want y'all personal stuff out there, you can. I advertise y'all as that after show. If it's just going to say that after show, you know, but <laughs> just in case they don't get a call back and they know who the who's <laughs> on that show. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, you guys can follow, you know, that after show at that after show. We are on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and IG at that after show. Um, and, um, I'm at Sierra London underscore. Um, yeah, you know, I'm pretty low key, but got a nice little lifestyle on the gram. If you want to, you know, follow, keep a up. Double click. Right, right, right. right you know, dating profile there, but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you want to follow me you know, <laughs> that, at Channing Johnson uh, at that after show, but mainly that after show. That That's really like... That's, that's really the meat and potatoes. That's really it. So follow that after show on all social channels. We out here. We ain't stopping. Can't stop. Won't stop. That's uh, right. Uh, get it. Get it. Oh, excuse me. Once again, it is your host, Boogie the Beast on Say It Loud Podcast. Until the next episode, I want you guys to stay black and stay woke.